So obviously today's topic is about gifts and there are precious gifts. There are gifts and then there's stuff. So I thought we'd kind of start as we are through the stressful home stretch before Christmas with something humorous regarding stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Lost Art of Parenting. We are here to help educate, entertain, and encourage you in all things parenting. We want to help you understand what you are doing and why so that you can increase the odds of raising children who are prepared for life while enjoying your job as a parent and enjoying your children along the way. My name is Jess Mayer. I'll be your host, but we cannot do the Lost Art of Parenting podcast without the parenting guru, the parenting magician the parenting i have so many adjectives i want to say but we'll just go with the wonderful and amazing kim cross well thank you just parenting coach will do but thank you jesse no that's less less exciting i'm in christmas mode right now everything is amped up oh my gosh we're on the home stretch aren't we we are and it is christmas time but that idea of giving gifts is kind of like i've been doing a devotional online and it's talked about taking things that you normally only do during Christmas and trying to spread them throughout the year, you know, being extra kind to people, having mm-hmm. generosity, things like that. And one of the things we're talking about today is gifts. And and funny you should say that because my first note in my notes through the podcast is this is a topic for Christmas, but it's something we can apply to the entire year. So we're on the same page. Okay, cool. Love it. So obviously today's topic is about gifts and there are precious gifts there are gifts and then there's stuff. So I thought we'd kind of start as we are through the stressful home stretch before Christmas with something humorous regarding stuff. Okay. So this is uh, this is old. I've had this for years, but it's called the toddler property laws. So okay. here we go. Number one, if I like it, it's mine. Number two, if it's in my hand, it's mine. Number three, if I can take it from you, it's mine. (laughs) Number four, if I had it a little while ago, it's mine. Number five, if it's mine, it must never appear to be yours in any way, shape, or form. (laughs) Number six, if I'm doing or building something, all the pieces are mine. Number seven, if it looks just like mine, then it's mine. Number eight, if I saw it first, it's mine. Number nine, if you are playing with something and you put it down, it automatically becomes mine. And number 10, if it is broken, it's yours. No, wait, the pieces are probably still mine. (laughs) Uh, The unfortunate problem with that is there's some adults that act that way too. So, absolutely. But it's adorable when the kids do it for the most part. Yeah, exactly. So, we're going to talk about gifts and how great they are, but. I want to focus on precious gifts today. Okay. And we're going to define, first of all, a little bit about what a precious gift is and then go through some examples. So precious gifts are obviously valuable. Mm-hmm. They're lasting. They're meaningful. They're needed. They're rare. And they're special. So we're going to talk about what some of those precious gifts are. Um, precious gifts let us know that we're loved and we're valued. Okay. Okay. Um, they usually last a very long time, meaning you don't forget about them. Okay. They make us feel accepted or included. They are things that we don't want to lose or do without. They're needed. 
Um, they're things that we give others that bring us and or them some joy, and they make a big difference in our lives. Mm. And precious gifts often meet a felt need or they trigger positive emotions. So some examples of those things, obviously one of the most precious gifts we have that we'll talk about later is Christ, but the second most precious gift is time, the gift of time, mm. especially for kids, right? And experiences and building memories, um, love through actions, not just words. We can say, I love you, but it really doesn't mean much unless we're showing and demonstrating that. Right. Joy and laughter are precious gifts. Um, having a sense of peace, a sense of security. Um, a big one for me uh, that we'll talk about later here in a little bit is the gift of forgiveness or reconciliation. Kindness and compassion I would consider to be precious gifts. Words of wisdom or things like opportunity or adventure. And then, of course, learning. So I was going to ask with that list, Jesse, what are some precious gifts that you've received in your life? Um, I mean, there's so many. I've been really blessed with people that have gone, gone above and beyond in my life um, to help me in times of dire needs or times when things just look really down. Like my uncle gave me a really precious gift of basically taking care of all of the arrangements for my mom's funeral after she passed. Wow. And that was super huge for me and my family just to be able to grieve and not have to worry about figuring everything out. And that was actually mm -hmm. my first time at Foothills was my mom's funeral. We actually held the service mm -hmm. here. And so now, the fact that I work here now is kind of a, uh, a That's cool a divine appointment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then, you know, things like um, my pastor um, back in high school, my mom couldn't afford to get me a car. And so he got me a car and gave that to That's me. And huge. that allowed me to take my siblings around, which he'd stressed on my mom. And, and then just time people have given me when they sat down, even in their busy schedules, to sit and chat with me and and I'm, I value my time a lot because of how busy I am. And so when I recognize that other people who are also busy mm -hmm. sit down to give me their time when they could be doing so many other things, I think that's it's really important to me. Yeah. yeah, it's precious. I know that when my late husband was dying, my community provided meals at my front door mm. every night for nine months. Wow. That's huge. Yeah. So that I could spend time with him and I, you know, I wasn't sleeping and obviously exhausted. So to have people bring meals in to give me that gift of time and that caring and compassion was just something I'll never forget. So I know everybody's had hopefully precious gifts given to them, whether it was time or, or something else. But I thought we'd kind of run through a few more examples because I'd love to give people some ideas for this season and throughout 2023 that are precious. Mm -hmm. So some of the ideas I wrote down was obviously some regular date nights, not just with your spouse, but with your kids. Yeah. Some one-on-one -on -one time with your kids. Dads take your daughters out. Moms take your sons out. Or dads and, and sons and moms and daughters. Um, do what your kids love to do. A lot of times parents will say, well, come on, let's go do this because that's what the parent's into. Mm -hmm. Ask your child what they're interested in and go get on their level and do what they enjoy. That's kind of sacrificial, but it's precious to them, Yeah. right? Um, laughter, it's huge. That's a precious thing, especially in times of anxiety and stress. 
listening and asking questions. Kids want to be listened to. They don't want to be lectured to. Mm. So sitting down and asking your kids questions, not about just school, did you get your chores done, um, things like that, but more, how are you? What's going on in your world? What are you struggling with? What makes you uh, happy? What are some things you're concerned about or afraid of? Just listen. That's huge. That's a gift. Um, learning new things together or learning about your child and something that's new in their life. Role modeling and teaching wisdom. I don't see this enough anymore. We're, we're letting our kids spend so much time with peers. And I've said this before, but peers are your same age with the same amount of life wisdom, mm-hmm. which is pretty much zero. Right. <laughs> so we need kids to spend more time with wise adults who are going to teach and disperse that invaluable wisdom to these children. Um, the sense of adventure, go on an adventure. It can be as, as little as going down and, and walking along the Greenbelt or along the Boise River at whatever time of year. But adventures are huge for kids because they create memories. Mm-hmm. Um, be interested in getting involved in their life, whether it's their sports, their music, their hobbies, their interests, their talents. Support what they do. Show them by being there, right? Not just talking about it. And then um, the last on this page is I wrote, Write a letter to what you love and appreciate about your loved ones. Mm. That letter can be invaluable down the road. I remember my late husband wrote letters to both of our kids just before he died. And it was actually at Christmas time when he wrote those letters. My kids still have those letters. And to leave that legacy behind of that precious uh, gift of, of love and, and compassion and wh- what you love about your kids is something they'll hang on to for the rest of their life. It's precious. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of what I've picked up on from this first part of your list that you've made is is really it's that time and it's not it's not the traditional gift that you think of. It's not I material mean, things. But it's the stuff that, you know, if you think back to various people throughout your life and the things that you value the most or the things you remember the most are really those things that were more they're intangible, yeah, aren't they? Yeah. And which sometimes makes it hard especially with kids where it's like you don't get what I'm giving you now, but I think you're going to like it better long-term than your Ninja Turtle action figure that I might get you for Christmas. Correct. It's something they'll never forget. It's invaluable. It's needed. It's precious. And it stays with them for the rest of their life. Right. Mm. Um, And it's not that, you know, you can't give those tangible gifts, but we often need to think about the entire year and what we're leaving or giving our kids, right? Right. So the other thing I wrote down was the gift of life, meaning donate blood. Um, I, we have a staff member that gave a kidney to somebody to save their life or extend their life, right? Um, Obviously the gift of time, spending time with maybe lonely people, people who are shut-ins or widows or single or whatever that were, they're having a tough time because they spend a lot of time alone and just need some company. Buying a plane ticket, if you've got the money so that somebody can go spend time with somebody else, is is precious. Fixing something for somebody, if they have a leaky faucet or they need a door tweaked or anything that's going on in their life, if you've got the skills, do that for somebody. That mm. They'll never forget it. Um, teaching a skill or providing an opportunity, that f- can be it's just a huge category Um, and then encouragement, just like you talked about, sometimes when things were tough, somebody just spent the time to sit and listen and talk to you and encourage you. 
And then we here as a church uh, do a lot with our food bank, but food or shelter for somebody is, is a precious gift, right? Right. So when somebody remembers what you gave them years later, it's probably a precious gift. I often ask parents, um, do your kids remember what they got for Christmas last year? And it's silence, right? right? Or do you remember what you got? And they have to really think about it. Mm-hmm. But the things that are sentimental or meaningful or adventurous or created memories or were written down and really f- made you feel loved and valued are those precious gifts. And they do make you feel like you're cared for and, and thought of. Right. Well, and I think just going to making that distinction, and it's not that you're saying don't give that, you know, don't give your child a Ninja Turtle for Christmas. Like, Go for it. Yeah. Go for it. But just don't put all your energy and life into trying to fill them with these things that, again, they probably won't remember even one year from now, let alone 10 years from now when you should be spending that energy and time maybe doing something Even investing in their future college, right? That's money better spent. Or um, doing things, like I said, that are going to stand the test of time. Mm -hmm. It's going for their needs, not necessarily just their wants. And wants are fine. I get it. We we all give things for Christmas. But let's kind of broaden our horizons and and look at it more long term. Yeah. And just, you know, obviously we both work at Foothills. We work in ministry. So the greatest gift of all to us is the precious gift we receive from Christ, right? The love of Christ, which includes that he loves us unconditionally. He provides forgiveness. He provides us peace and comfort and hope and ultimately eternal life, right? If we're believers and we're, Mm -hmm. and we're following him. So this is the gift that obviously lasts forever and it's meaningful and valuable more than anything we could ever give. But that list that we went through today also is very meaningful while we're here on earth. And I think it's important that we think about that for our kids. Absolutely. Well, I think uh, really it kind of comes down to breaking down what kids want versus what they really need Mm -hmm. um, during this time of year and making sure that you're investing your time into their needs, not their wants. It's okay to give them the occasional thing but really give them what they need and what they're going to remember. And then like you kind of cued off at the beginning of the year, it's not just Christmas time. We should be looking at doing these things for people, right? right? That's right. We're building a foundation for the rest of their life. And we're leaving a legacy that we're giving them in our lifetime. Yeah. And uh, it's, those are, those are precious things. That's why we value them so much. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us this year on this adventure that is the Lost Art of Parenting podcast. (laughs) Kim has shared so many great tips and tricks for us, and we've done so many great things in learning how to be better parents and how to enjoy the parenting journey along the way. So thank you, Kim, for giving us a gift of your wisdom and and teaching being my awesome host well i'm just here to learn so i'm just (laughs) half this podcast is me just getting here and getting ready for when i eventually have kids well you always have a private coach session with me when you need it (laughs) Um, but we just hope that you guys have an amazing and blessed christmas that if you're in the boise area you come and join us here at foothills if you're looking for a church to attend a christmas eve Mm -hmm. service um, this is a great one to do it at but ultimately that you're at least doing something with your family and really inviting 
time with them and making memories. You know, it's more than the presence. It's the eggnog and the time and all of that. So I'd like to say it's not just presence. It's your presence. Yes. Yeah. And with that, this (laughs) will be the last episode before Christmas. So hopefully you guys have a Merry Christmas. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. And we'll see you on the next episode.